We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad is taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also worries that civil war could be on the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Over of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so spectacularly um, and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its not to travel abroad it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Joe Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you an now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison, and Tucker Carlson has broken his silence. It has been about three days since he was fired from Fox News. Actually, four as of the time of this recording. Kind of wild. That being said, Tucker Carlson breaks silence after leaving Fox News. Now, we're going to watch this here together. If you'd rather watch your version of it that doesn't have me talking or anything, there will be a full, like, just pristine upload at the very end of this video, unedited as it was uploaded. If you guys want to just watch it, you can skip right to the end for that right now. Whatever you want to do. But it starts off here with the article, so let's get into it. Article by Catherine Donlevy. We get a lot of her articles. She's not Wakewell Cruz by any means, but she is definitely a favorite around here. April 26, 2023 at 10.10 10 p.m. And it was updated. It was updated. It was just written. Good evening, it's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country, kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true, and a bunch of hilarious people also, a lot of those. 
It's got to be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force. But it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink, and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. Hmm. Now, at the beginning, he says a line where it's like, there's a lot of dog and pony shows. As someone who's participated in it. Probably don't have that verbatim down, but... In an interview with the Nelk Boys recently, the Full Send podcast, he said he realized one day he grew up in the media and he never realized how bad it was until he got a chance to look at it from the outside and he realized what he was participating in. I'll throw that clip in at the end of this episode as well. I already have it downloaded on my computer from an episode we did a couple days ago. It's worth watching and it adds a little bit more context overall to what's going on with this particular upload. Now... I actually didn't know, so I, I had always heard that the Tucker Today studio was actually at his house. He's not at Fox Studios. He's at home in Florida right now. He was just riding around on a golf course. Or at least a golf cart. So he's at home. So he's got the studio, and it seems like he's got the, the quality equipment and everything of his own. Which makes sense because he did invest in a lot of his own studio equipment during the lockdown. He even traveled abroad in order to avoid a lot of the mandates and lockdowns. So it's like, all right, let's get into this. Former Fox News host Tucker Carlson on Wednesday night made his first public remark since leaving the network, criticized, quote, people in charge of Washington, D.C. In a video posted on Twitter, Carlson, who parted ways with Fox News on Monday, okay, well, so he was fired from Fox News. He was fired uh, and he was given a 10 minutes head up, a 10 minute notice before they went live. Now, I don't have an exact time and an exact time as to when he would let go hasn't been officially given. Some shit that's been said on Twitter seems to be alleging that he was told while he was preparing to go on the show. Uh, it was like right after he got off the show. And people are saying as he was starting to write the, the script for the next 
like the next day's uh, episode is when he got fired. So when we don't exactly know yet, there's still emerging details about this, and we're learning a lot more as time goes on. Do accused political leaders or probably with Fox News on Monday fired accused political leaders on both sides of the aisle of silencing voices and shutting down media outlets that uncover corruption or reveal truth. Absolutely. Quote. You notice when you take a little time off how incredibly stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They complete. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing, and in five years, we won't even remember that we have them. Trust me as someone who's participated, Carlson said, yet at the same time. And this is the amazing thing. The undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. Civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. What was the last? When what was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? Uh, it has not been a long time, Carlson. I hate to break it to you, buddy. It was pretty recently. But it's on like YouTube. It's off mainstream media. It's off big tech for the most part. Now you know you, you have debates. Some debates a little bit shittier and chillier than others, but there's still a debate there. You'll have like shoe and uh, this is an older example, but <laughs> I've had one recently. An older example. Um, you had shoe and Chris Raygun. Now Chris Raygun's definitely mm, I wouldn't say fallen off, almost collapsed over the last couple of years. Though this creator clash thing really seems to revive him a little bit, and that's good. That's good. It's good. I like I like to see the old 2016 Grand Fogies come back. I say that. Some of them. Anyway, Tim Pool every night. You know, may not always have the most uh, opposing guests on, but it seems from what I gather, people who won't go on. Then you also have Jimmy Dore, who has guests on his show. Uh, Crowder goes on, talks to people. The long list of alt tech and people on different technologies and different websites and different platforms and different apps and different whatever the fuck they're on are having these conversations. Now, the mainstream media. Not so much. People who are stuck in that mainstream media, not so much. And what's the problem here is the people who aren't hearing... It, it, let's just go with the Joe Rogan podcast. Fuck, man. Some of the greatest debates of our time have come off this podcast. At least in the last five years. And Joe Rogan will have anybody on, no matter who, uh, matter who they are, and he's going to let them just clash heads. He might get in if it gets a little rowdy or if someone gets something egregiously wrong. But when he gets fact-checked, he backs the fuck up. Nah, I'm not dismissing Joe Rogan's shill liberal-like qualities, but he's definitely shed a lot of those over the years. That being said, the problem is the people who are exclusive, the bulk, I should say, the people who just get in their uh, news exclusively from mainstream media outlets like NBC and Fox, are they are an aging demographic. An aging demographic that within 20 to 40 years either will not be alive or will likely no longer be voting due to medical complications and or living conditions, be it in, like, nursing homes or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Again, the ballot harvesting, the rigging, who the fuck? I mean, the uh, fortification going on. Who knows? Maybe they will vote against their will. But that being said, I've seen tombstones with I voted stickers on it. By the way, a little side note here. There was someone who went around, and they covered a bunch of sticker. They covered a bunch of tombstones, and I voted stickers. I'm not going to lie. That's really funny, but that's that's so fucked up and disrespectful. Uh, I, I'm just... I'm not going to lie. 
I did laugh at those photos. At the same time, that's sick. It's as bad as when somebody went and pissed on Rush Limbaugh's grave. It's like, dude, it's funny. I get the joke. Just, man, that is bad for the soul, though. That's just me. Some people don't believe in such things. But, with the demographic that's aging out of watching these these mainstream platforms, the audience, and Fox News has already lost over a billion dollars. We will get into this. Actually, we'll do this right now. Look, over the last five days, they've gone down 3.75%. And then we click over here to a day, they had a 0.034% uptick today. That's 0.10 points. Not a full point, but over the last five days, 1.5 points and 3.75% down in value. Yikes. And by the way, keep in mind, this is speaking of that demographic, right? The people who are only getting their news from this outlet, the same people who are already leaving Fox News, a lot of them just found a Tucker Carlson is gone for the first time tonight by tuning in. And we'll be talking about that later. It's not gonna be in this upload, it'll be in the compilation if you want to watch it. Blah 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 blah. Moving on. These demographics are already shrinking in number and leaving. But furthermore, they're becoming almost a political irrelevancy more and more as time goes on. As the older audience is already moving on from this mortal coil, God bless them and arrest them. And the slow progression of boomers and older Gen Z towards the senior geriatric and moving on to the better realm type demographic, you know, just progresses with time. That audience of just mainstream media people are gone. Young Gen X and up they're getting their media from more diverse outlets. Now, are they watching Stick, Sex, and Hammer or Destiny? Are they watching Sam Cedar or are they watching Crowder? I don't know if they're really comparable. But are they watching Tim Pool or are they watching... I almost said Quinn Reviews, but what the fuck is he doing? Anyway, moving on. You get my point. It's who are they getting which news from, but they're not getting it from... MSNBC, CNN, CBS, BBC, NPR. Well, some of them are more like, in you know, NPR is really news for the people who enjoy intellectual headaches. But let's get on with this. I've rambled a little too much. It, yeah, at the same time, I virtually, did. yeah. And there's a reason why these discussions that will the topics that will define our futures, and you get virtually no discussion at all. It's because if you scare away the audience, people panic. People will panic buy. People will shake up the economy. And the economy cannot afford to be shaken up at all right now. Furthermore, they want to keep people up. You can't go scaring the audience off because they're going to rush to the internet to go find out more information as soon as possible. And that might take away your fucking audience. So, what do you do? You just don't talk about it. If it's not talked about, it's not in the spotlight. And if it's not in the spotlight, people aren't talking about it, people aren't thinking about it, people aren't looking for it. And the people you want to keep, the, the, the audience you're trying to maintain, the people just watching your news outlet specifically, they're not going to go find out about it if you don't talk about it. Tucker Carlson brought a lot of these topics up. Maybe sometimes he would just lift the curtain a little bit so you got more of a glimpse to the other side, but that's really about it. And there are some topics where he went a little bit more in-depth, I'm not going to lie. A lot of his Fox Nation specials, however, are in-depth and do a lot more of the shit that he wouldn't be talking about on regular Fox. And if you want an example of what I'm talking about, I'll show you real quick. Let's go right here, for example. 
Fox News shuts down Newt Gingrich over Soros conspiracy theory. It wasn't even a conspiracy theory. He said there's these cities which are overwhelmingly ran by Democrat politicians which are non-forcing laws and seem to have no interest in forcing laws. And the common link here is a lot of these prosecutors and defense attorneys so on and so forth are either receiving funds or are on booking from George Soros. Watch the clip. Progressive district attorneys are anti-police, pro-criminal, and overwhelmingly elected with George Soros' money, and they're a major cause of the violence we're seeing because they keep putting the violent criminals back on the street. I'm not sure we need to bring George Soros into this. And by the way, you'll notice it wasn't just the host talking. The producers got on the live TV and said, "Let's no, no, we're done." I'm not sure we need to bring George Soros into this. The conversation then led to an awkward moment of silence on the cable network. He paid for it. Well, why can't we discuss the fact that millions of dollars? I I agree with Melissa. George Soros doesn't need to be a part of this conversation. Okay. Look at the fear in their eyes. Look at the genuine confusion and frustration in Newt Gingrich's eyes. Watch the eyes of these three people. Watch them shift. Watch how uncomfortable. Now, when it comes to Newt Gingrich, he's sort of a missing link type. I like him enough, especially now that he's not really an active player. I like him way more. We discussed the fact that millions no, of dollars. I, I agree with but Melissa. George Soros doesn't need to be a part. Look at the eyes dart to the corner of her fucking face. She knows what's happening. She knows she's lying. She knows she's covering up for it. And look how centered Gingrich's eyes are. He is looking. Who the fuck just interrupted me? This conversation. Okay. Look at that. So it's verboten. Verboten means forbidden in German. Soros' name has often been invoked by right-wing conspiracy theories, sometimes spread by Fox News hosts and guests. No, no, no. One host, specifically. And who is that host? Right here. Tucker Carlson. Western governments rarely fight back when George Soros interferes. Tucker Carlson calls out George Soros for trying to destroy the U.S. justice system. Article, well, a segment by Tucker Carlson. And this is an uncommon thing for him. To the point where left and right outlets, we'll go with the left-leaning outlet, Politico, Tucker Carlson has become obsessed with Hungary. With hung with Hungary, here's what he doesn't understand: for Hungarians, Carlson's anti-Soros tirades are nothing new. Yeah, they bitch. I'll leave these articles, all resources in the comments below or in the description below, if you want to indulge in them more. We're not going to sit here and watch a fucking 12-minute segment. I'm sorry, guys. But if you want to, it will be in the description below. Tucker Carlson was actively different than your average run-of-the-mill Fox News. So that's why I say when I watch Fox News, I don't watch Fox News, I watch Tucker. Now I don't even have to. I can just fucking avoid Fox News at all expense unless they're the ones breaking the story or if I want to take an establishment right take with an establishment left take. You know how I do my show. So if you don't report on things, people aren't going to look it up. TLDR. Quote, debates like that are not permitted in America media. Both political parties and their donors have reached a consensus on what be- what benefits them 
and they are actively they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. He added, "Absolutely, as a great as the great George Carlin said, you do not need a formal conspiracy theory. They all go to the same schools and they all participate in the same club." I need to up a lot of this but right here in the words of the wise George Carlin it's a big club and you ain't in it this club owns the media and the powerful leaders this combination means the mainstream media ignores many stories and events in hopes that the commoners won't know what's going on and keep feeding the machine this is where I like to think me and this podcast come in I'm James Masson, and I host Inside Four Walls, blah, 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 blah. You get the idea. Also, I'll leave a link to this, too. I, ne- I haven't updated here in a long time, but this is where I actually published articles I wrote. Uh, that being said, like, no, that's why I, I, I firmly like Tucker, and we'll, f- and we'll follow Tucker where he goes after this, because he's going to just go rogue, I imagine. With what he already knows and what he's going to talk about, now that he's under no constraints whatsoever to talk about, he's going to bring a lot of that shit he talked about behind the paywall of Fox Nation, to a more mainstream audience and the boomers who watch him are going to learn how to use the fucking computers in order to watch his content the firebrand journalist who is known for condemning progressive policies and censorship did not discuss his longtime employer or being dropped off from airwaves i'll bet he's legaling up right now but he's getting all the lawyers he can afford right now behind him We'll see where this goes. Maybe not, but I'm curious. We already know Fox likes to just tuck its tail and surrender before lawsuits actually get a chance to get off the ground. Fox News announced Monday morning. So it's three days. Yeah, this will be the third day since then. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Nope, fourth day. The day is the fourth day. I was absolutely right. I don't know why I second-guessed myself. Fox News announced Monday morning that it agreed to part ways with Carlson, who had served as a host on two separate popular programs in at le- in the last 11 years. Last year, Tucker Carlson Tonight averaged, averaged 3.32 million viewers, nabbing the biggest audience in cable news among viewers age 25 to 54, a coveted demographic among advertisers. Carlson, who has been silent since the news broke, warned Wednesday that the nation's brain-dead orthodoxies would soon be overruled causing political leaders to fear a loss of control. God fucking please. I, I, I've been predicting this for a long time, but it's nice to start hearing more of. The people in charge know this. That's why they're historical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force, but it won't work, Carlson said. Quote, When honest people say what's true calmly and without any embar- or without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink. They've become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. When you can still find Americans saying, where can you find Americans still saying true things? There are many places, but there are some, and that's enough. There, there, are, uh, there are many places left. Shouldn't say there aren't. If I remember correctly, he says there aren't, but okay. There are many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. The see you soon is so just mm, cherry on top. First three uh, comments, unless I decide to read the next one. Practical matters. Tucker is a rare talent. He is insightful, articulate, 
and has a rare ability to distill seemingly complex topics to their simplified form. As the highest-rated frontman and a voice of conservatives, he will be difficult to replace. Fox made a huge strategic blunder in letting him go. Oh, yeah. We'll get into that. If I can find it, supposedly, Tiger Carlson, uh, uh, Burnock's wife was getting a little, a little horny for Tucker, and she wanted that tuck-tuck, you know, that old nip-tuck. Anyway, I'm sorry. I got a bunch of puns for that. I'm trying to think, what is my thumbnail for that episode going to be? Stay tuned. Allison. Abraham Lincoln said, quote, America, America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed them ourselves. In the con- Well, Abraham Lincoln left alone would have destroyed this country by himself. In the Constitution of the U.S., our First Amendment right is freedom of speech, not oppressed speech. I am vengeance. I have watched Fox News since I haven't watched Fox News since Sucker left. Not sure. Uh, not sure when I might return. Maybe I'll make an exception for Gutfield. I wouldn't. I think Gutfield's kind of a cuck. I'll show you the exact clip I'm referring to. Allow me to show you why Greg Gutfield is not worth watching. Greg Gutfield, sure, he can be funny. Sure, whatever. Would I rather people be watching him instead of other late night talk show hosts? not really a fair question because they're all kind of fucking terrible and dog shit, but Greg Guffield originally was stating very proudly, very openly that Derek Chauvin did not kill George Floyd and George Floyd died of an overdose, died of complications, so on and so forth, or wait till we have more of a verdict, and then the riots happened, then Fox News was set on fire, and Gutfield fucking tucked his dick between his legs and clucked to the point where he said if you want a verdict if you want a verdict that won't result in this country burning down this is the right one and you hear his guest go what greg gutfield is a feckless fucking coward all of his self-help books based on that alone make him fucking null watch And now I'm going to just get really selfish. Uh, I'm glad that he was found guilty on all charges. Yeah. Even if he might not be guilty of all charges. I am glad that he is guilty of all charges because I want a verdict that keeps this country from going up in flames. Uh, 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 uh. Pussy. Pussy bitch. Look, Greg, listen. What do you mean? No, I'm at least being honest. No, you're not. You can't say, I want a verdict that keeps everything calm, even if it's not true. And then say, I'm just trying to be honest. No, you cannot say you're being honest if you would rather one innocent man go to prison. Just so you have a comfortable living. Just so things get easier. That's There's no honesty in that. Let me tell you something, Greg. I was very fortunate to have a very tough tough woman for her grandmother and she gave me some 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 advice i'll keep with me forever honest conflict is always far more important than dishonest harmony you vepid fucking feckless coward and if you watch fox news let this sink in we're gonna watch it just just rewind it a little bit just so you hear it 
This is the best, right? Well, Tucker's gone, but Gutfield, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. You're being played. You're being manipulated, and you're being lied to. You're being fed the corporate fucking line from someone who would rather say, okay, just don't hurt me. I'm scared. Make it stop. Greg Gutfield is that fucking child who on the playground when you're playing tag, he would tag you. And then you turn around chasing him and you go, stop, I don't want to play this game no more. That's who this fucking coward is. And you're sitting here justifying, not you, the straw man I'm attacking now, justifying your Fox fucking viewership by this second rate fucking coward. There is effectively no difference between him and Jimmy Kimmel. None. Sure, his jokes are occasionally funnier, but when it comes to things that matter, he is M.I. fucking A in the integrity department. Uh, uh, uh. Oh my god. No. What do you mean? Who's, who's found- and that woman up there is Judge Jeanine Pierre. Now, I've said before, I actually like Judge Jeanine Pierre. I prefer her show that was that was on Fox Nation. I'm going to try and finish the series before the paid memberships up because I still got a couple, got like a week left on it. But I'm going to finish watching American Castles with Jean Pierre. It's a good show. I think she's going to go independent too, I imagine. And her disgust. She was a judge. She was a, a, a Manhattan Sixth District judge for 15 years. I'm guilty on all charges. Yeah. Even if he might not be guilty of all charges. Oh my God. Oh. I am glad that he is guilty of all charges because I want a verdict that keeps this country from going up oh. in flames. Uh, 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 uh. Oh my God. No. What do you mean? Look, Greg, listen. What do you mean? No, I'm at least being honest. I, my, my, ta- my neighborhood was looted. Greg, I don't ever want to go Greg, through that again. We do not coward. You live in New York where you're not allowed to own a fucking gun. This is before the Supreme Court got in and all these left states became shallow issue states. This is before all this happened. Individuals for the sake I'm of I'm saying he's guilty. I'm feel. saying I'm glad about the verdict. Here's the thing, Greg. You choose to live in New York. And you're like, well, I work in New York. That's where my job is. Fine. I'm not disputing that fact. It's also where your income is. But New York also has laws that make it very impossible for someone like you to own a firearm, Greg. So you are actively, by saying, New York is where my job is. New York is where I get paid. New York is where my networks are. You are actively saying, I choose comfort over safety and liberty. And you will have neither. And you deserve neither. I fucked the quote up slightly, but you get the you get the intent behind it. That's that's Greg Guffield. That is your second best runner up. That being said, this is inside four walls. Just quit watching Fox News. For the love of God, whatever you do, I say this all the time, do not just fucking believe me. Don't just believe Tucker, Sam Cedar, Jimmy Dore, any of us. Don't just believe any of us. Don't believe what we say. Research what we say. Fact check us. Call us out. Push back on us when we get something wrong. If we fuck up, downvote the videos. Tell us what we did wrong. Have the conversation. And please, just remember, everyone has an angle. Everyone has a political message. Mine is just being anti-government, anti-cathedral. That's my message. That, that's my general stance here. You know, <clears throat> so I'm, you know, that's where I'm coming from. But other people have other messages too, just like me. 
we can all manipulate and fabricate stories. There's certain I don't know how to do it on the on the keyboard here, but there are people who can do keyboard commands and make front, make, make web pages present differently than they actually are. So I can make this say whatever the fuck I want to theoretically, and read to a story that's manipulated, and it would look like a New York Post story. You wouldn't know unless you fact check me. So no matter what. Always fact check us. That being said, I have been your host, James Madison, and I appreciate all the support and the boom and growth that we've had lately. That being said, thanks for watching, and I shall catch you guys later. Deuces. Good evening, it's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country. Kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true, and a bunch of hilarious people also, a lot of those. It's got to be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue, and so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion, they're resorting to force. But it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. See you soon. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm Rose James Masson, and uh, some interesting details further revolving around Tucker Carlson's release from Fox News has come forth. There's a possibility that blue balls and religion could possibly be at play here. Hear me out, it's worth it. So sorry, that was not meant to be the microphone. Moving on. We'll start right here. And you'll notice up in the corner, they've updated the post-millennials bias from right to lean right. Interesting update, by the way. Let's get into it. Rupert Murdoch triggered by Tucker Carlson's spiritual talk anti-Christian sentiment may have led to firing, says the report. We have four articles, but it's mint, trust me. That stuff freaks Rupert out. He doesn't like all the spiritual talk. 
Hannah Nightingale. Hannah Nightingale's a pretty good one. Let's get into it. A source, uh, a source, and mind you, this is an anonymous, unnamed source, so credit to take salt where salt is needed. A source has revealed that Tucker Carlson was reportedly removed from Fox News by Fox, uh, pardon me, Uh, Fox Corporation Chairman Rupert Murdoch, give me one second, I need to clear my throat. Ooh, I'm back. I fell asleep with a fan on, I'm all just, ugh, moving on. A source has revealed that Tucker Carlson was reportedly removed from Fox News by Fox Corporation Chairman Rupert Murdoch following a speech made by the now former Fox host on Friday that contained religious overtones. Mm. A source told Vanity Fair that Murdoch made the decision to remove Carlson following the comments made during a speech Carlson made at the Heritage Foundation's 50th anniversary gala on Friday night. This is the whole speech. Show for em- just part of it, so here's what he was saying. Pretend people who are putting Ian and him in their electronic JP Morgan email signatures. There's one person who's like, no, I'm not doing that. Sorry, I don't want to fight. So for every 10 people who are putting Ian and him in their electronic JP Morgan email signatures, there's one person who's like, no, I'm not doing that. Sorry, I don't want to fight, but like, I'm not doing that. It's a betrayal of what I think is true. It's a betrayal of my conscience, of my faith, of my sense of myself, of my dignity as a human being, of my autonomy. I am not a slave. I am a free citizen, and I'm not doing that. And there's nothing you can do to me to make me do it. And I hope it won't come to that. But if it does come to that, here I am. Here I am. It's Paul on trial. Here I am. Hmm. Pardon me hastens to wonder, does Tucker Carlson have a little little flag somewhere in his house with a little iceberg on it says that that says something like uh like uh like come and take it, come and try it, something along those lines, because he's like, yeah, come at me, but jokes aside. Jokes aside, Tucker Carlson, in a very polite way, saying, come fuck around and find out, is beside the point. It's beside the point. We're supposed to believe that Fox fired their main guy, the number one breadwinner, the person who brought in, on average, as we've established on multiple reads through this story, for 3.4 million views a night, making him the number one watched political talk show in America... We're supposed to believe that this innocuous statement here, which wasn't made at Fox News, is why he was fired. Mmm, doesn't check. If you remember, Rupert Murdoch bent backwards so far he shoved his head up his ass and re-ate breakfast to protect Bill O'Reilly when Bill O'Reilly was being all kinds of lambasted with sexual harassment and uh, misconduct allegations. Up until even in after it was proven, Rupert Murdoch still defends Bill O'Reilly. But this speech that had nothing to do with Fox News wasn't aired on Fox News. Had no, wasn't talking about Fox News. Wasn't on Fox News. Wasn't regarding any of that stuff. Had nothing to do with Fox News. Is why he was fired. I don't buy it, and I'll show you why here in a minute. A source told Vanity Fair that Murdoch made the decision to remove Carlson following the comments. Moving on. God. 
I see the flags all the time when I, whenever I go like on the ground and I want I want to get back on the ground and film some more protests and and uh, and whatever. But God, I can see the flags in my head. I just can't think of what the fuck they say on them right now. I'm retarded. Moving on. Vanity Fair reported, quote, Carlson laced his speech with religious overtones that even Murdoch found too extreme. A source was briefed on Murdoch's decision-making said. Yeah, well, if that's what was said, that's not okay. Ooh. During the speech, Carlson told the crowd that politics had become a battle between good and evil and said the answer to this was prayer. Seems like kind of a based Giga Chad answer, if you ask me personally. But I, I find it fa- if this is to be believed as the reason, and this is all alleged from a nameless source, mind you, I don't buy this, but it's a good supposition for the next article. Quote, I have concluded that it might be worth taking just 10 minutes out of your busy schedule and say a prayer for our future, or say a prayer for the future. And I hope you will, Carlson said. That stuff freaks Rupert out. He doesn't like all the spiritual talk the source told the outlet. That's not even that bad. There's nothing bad about what he said. And when you look at demographic breakdowns, conservatives and Christians are basically hand in hand and almost unanimous with one another, or anonymous with one another. So I don't know what the fuck to tell you here. The source added that Murdoch was potentially unnerved by Carlson's comments because it echoed those. <laughs> Views of his former finance uh, fiance Ashley Leslie Smith. According to the outlet, Murdoch and Smith called off their two-week engagement earlier this spring because Smith had told others that Carlson was a messenger from God. Ooh. Mmm. <laughs> the source said that in late March, Carlson attended a dinner with Murdoch and said at the Foxhead's Bel Air Vineyard, during which Smith pulled uh, pulled out a Bible and stated, reading a passage from Exodus, Rupert, Rupert just sat there and stared. So you know how like every hotel room has the chair in the corner? That is Murdoch's chair. You didn't know. Murdoch is really, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, Murdoch's is actually I-Dubs' uncle. I-Dubs looks up to, uh, looks up a lot to Rupert Murdoch. I say that because he seems to follow a, a, a certain level of inspiration. If you know, you know. Vanity Fair reported, quote, a few days after the dinner, Murdoch and Smith called off the wedding. Ooh, buddy. Buddy, buddy, buddy. Fiance says, Tucker Carlson is phenomenal. It gets so much deeper than this. Trust me. Moving on. But they called off the wedding. Quote, By taking Carlson off the air, Murdoch was also taking away his ex's favorite show. Aw, buddy. If you couldn't satisfy her, no one could, I guess, right? This is what O.J. Simpson was thinking. On Monday, Fox News <laughs> released a statement. By the way, uh, O.J. Simpson and Murdoch were good friends. Uh, There's a great Norm MacDonald bit about that. Uh, and, uh, R.I.P. Norm MacDonald. On Monday, Fox News released a statement saying that the news network and its star host were, quote, parting ways. The statement reads, quote, Mr. Carlson's last program was Friday, April 21st, Fox News Tonight. 
will air live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, starting the evening as an interim show helm by rotating Fox News personalities until the host is new named. Following the announcement, <coughs> wait, that's not a question. Continue that. Following the announcement, Fox Corporation stock plummeted as much as 5% on Monday, a whopping $930 million in market value. It's now over a billion dollars in value. We will get to that later. Not in this upload, but in a different upload. That's interesting. So about that wife. So sorry. Not wife. How callous of me. Ex-fiancé. Rupert Murdoch's ex-fiancé believes Tucker Carlson is a messenger from God. Who? By Gideon Rubin. Mmm, buddy. And this is from April 12th of 2023. Tucker Carlson, and mind you, April 12th. This was reported before Tucker Carlson was fired. April 12th. Tucker Carlson may be exceedingly popular in conservative circles, but the Fox News host is apparently held even high in higher regard by his boss's ex-fiance. That's according to new reports from Vanity Fair, which indicate that Rupert Murdoch's ex-fiance and Leslie Smith believes that the far, far right television host <laughs> had otherworldly ties. Smith who was engaged to 92-year-old media mogul until they called off their wedding plans last week, told Murdoch she believes Tucker Carlson is a messenger from God, according to the report that is kind of uneasy, which cites a source close to Murdoch. And Moses came down from off the mountain, and the Hebrews had manufactured a golden tucker and worshipped. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, just like, if we're talking about Exodus, how are you going to read Exodus and then call a mortal man a messenger from God? It's, someone missed a little bit of that messaging, I guess. <laughs> I got my fucking... Best part is, I actually got my... Uh, I got my, uh, my my new living right here. That's 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 fucking rich. It's hilarious. It's a, a Zondervan edition. Pretty good. Uh, Smith, who was engaged in the ninety-two-year-old media mogul. Moving on, Murdoch threw cold water on the suggestion, telling Smith, "Nope." Murdoch and Smith call off their wedding just three weeks after they announced it in March. Oh, and I, how much you want to bet that dinner was the announcement dinner? And she said that. I'm just uh, making an assumption here because that'd be way, that'd be even funnier. And that was like the big thorn in the side. I mean, come on, at that age, you already know that the, the this youngish compared to you, right? Woman, like she's just going to be there for your money, man. She's going to slap around the thing you call a... You know, she's going to slap around the fucking Vienna sausage a little bit. You know, maybe maybe uh, recreate a, a jackass bit where they tie, like, some string around it and dangle it around like a fucking snake puppet. You know, whatever she's got to do to have hypothetically satisfied you to the point where you go, <clears throat> and get your money and she gets all your fortunes. But, uh, poor woman really lost her opportunity. No, I don't feel bad for Rupert Murdoch in the slightest. Um, 
Anyway, <laughs> Murdoch and Smith called off their wedding just three weeks after they announced it in March. Smith is a devout evangelical Christian who previously served as Marin County Sheriff's Office chaplain. All right, you know what? Maybe I'm impugning her a little bit here. She has adopted right-wing conspiracy theories along with Christian nationalist views. According to the report, which notes a Facebook post in which she writes, quote, The voting process may have been so corrupt we may live in a de facto dictatorship with oligarchical control by the party in charge now. Well, that would be the Uniparty, sweetheart. She sounds like a moderate to me, to be completely honest with you. And, right, and, and Christian nationalists, look, you better be really careful with that term. I'll come out here and say it. There's nothing wrong with nationalism. The problem with nationalism only comes when you put a certain word or a pronoun before it. If you just stop at nationalism, which is, my country is the greatest. That's it. That's all you got to do. When you're like, my American race is the best, or my American religion is the best, then you're going to start to have some problems here and there. And it's not even necessarily that you're going to have problems there. It's when you try to force that into law and jurisdiction, which is ironically kind of what the left's doing with things like vaccine mandates, right? Like, bodily autonomy, get off our body rights. Like, dude... When the right was going against the vaccine mandates, the left threw away the, the hands-off-our-body signs so quickly. And then, as soon as Roe v. Wade got overturned, they went out in the garage, pulled that bitch out from under the fucking like, Christmas presents, Christmas wrapping, shook it off, and went, My body, my choice! Because what the fuck is consistency, I guess? So forgive me, I don't take you very seriously on this one, sweetheart. But let's hop over here. Uprocks. It's a cool name. It's apparently a left-leaning outlet. I'm not particularly familiar. Rupert Murdoch reportedly may have canned Tucker Carlson to piss off his ex-fiancee, who apparently is a Tucker superfan. Article by Matt Pridge. It's been a day since Fox News shockingly canned Tucker Carlson... and they still haven't explained why. The conspiracy theory-loving host... Uh, anyway, Conspiracy Loving Host was their biggest star, so the reason must be a good one. Did it have something to do with the Dominion lawsuit? Abby, Abby Grossberg lawsuit? Oh, we will be talking about that later. His casual sexism? We'll be debunking that later. Who knows? But a new report suggests that the reason may be far, far pr- pettier than any of this. A source tell again actual, everything Tucker is being accused by this woman, who, by the way, has never met him. The lady accusing Tucker Carlson of sexism and all this shit, never actually met him. Ever. Or texted him. Ever. We'll be getting into that. Lull. Anyway. Believe all women. Anyway. A source tells Vanity Fair the decision came right on top, which is to say from Rupert Murdoch. On Friday night, Carlson delivered a speech at the Heritage Foundation, a speech that teemed with religious overtones. For everything I've heard, barely. He painted a bleak portrait of America. But wait a minute. If that's overly religious, Joel Olstein just fucking... 
progressive Christianity to his ass all over TV and said way more Christian. Yeah, go with it. Christian topics than Tucker Carlson has said on TV or at the Heritage Festival. And again, we're supposed to believe that Tucker Carlson was fired because he gave a speech at an event outside of Fox News that had nothing to do with Fox News whatsoever. I just don't believe it. Plus, all the things he's being accused of is everything that Bill O'Reilly is actually guilty of. Bill O'Reilly, again, being someone that Rupert Murdoch still defends to this day, despite him being in unequivocally proven that Bill O'Reilly was a bit of a fucking creep. A little bit of a nunce. Shout out to the Aussies and the Brits who have appeared in my comment sections across different platforms teaching me slang. I learned Boogan. It's a new one. Well, it's not new. But, you know, shout out. Slang. What up? <laughs> so I saw Vanity Fair. The decision came right from the top. Robert Murdoch on Friday night. Carlson delivered a speech. The Heritage Foundation. Team Religious Overtone. He painted a bleak portrait of America, which... He said was locked in a battle between good and evil over issues, of course, trans people, but said mere debating won't solve the problem. The answer, he said, was praying. Debating is not the solution to the problem. Turning to the Almighty Father, who aren't thou in heaven, and asking for guidance is clearly the problem. It That, that must be an issue here. That, that sounds like an extreme... Oh, man, what a fucking radical idea. Peaceful prayer. Oh, no. I don't get it. Quote, or sorry, that didn't sit right with Murdoch, the source said. That stuff freaks Rupert out. But this is all just going to be the same kind of shit we've already read. We're basically to the end. So Tucker Carlson uh loses his third big-time media gig because Rupert Murdoch wanted to get revenge on his latest ex, a Tucker superfan. Crazier things have happened indeed. It's true. If true, it's wild. That's even uh, even the uh, succession writer's room couldn't dream up a twist this outlandish i don't know anything about succession is it a good show would you guys recommend it i'm gonna assume not if they've watched it but if you if you like it let me know in the description below i have a access to a netflix account i don't pay for maybe i'll check it out if it's on there maybe it's on voodoo maybe i already have it on voodoo who knows anyway there's one other strange detail buried in the report a source claims tucker quote wasn't even fired and remains on Fox News payroll. If that's legit, then perhaps Fox News is trying to avoid another lawsuit or maybe even just don't want him appearing anywhere else just yet. Maybe. Now, if that's the case, that's kind of spicy. But like I said, Tucker Carlson's likely lawyering the fuck up right now and gearing up to push this back if he has to. But maybe he's under an NDA of some kind. But let's hop over here to the last article. How is Tucker Carlson handling all this right now, right? All this firing, these personal reasons, the public back and forth. How's he handling it? Tucker gleefully jokes that his future plans are, quote, appetizers plus entree after exit from Fox. Quote, I haven't eaten dinner with my wife on a weeknight in seven years, Carlson said. Look at this. He's just having a good old time. Oh, he, moving on. That has nothing to do. <laughs> I mean, they look like they're having a good time, but not, that's not who we're trying to talk about. I thought it was going to be the go-kart pictures. Moving on. 
<laughs> in the days since Tucker Carlson was fired, there have been much there has been much speculation regarding what the iconic host would do with his post Fox News life while he has received a number of offers to work for other out, uh, other conservative outlets. Carlson appears to be in no rush to return to television. Instead, he has taken advantage of the extra time he now has to spend with his wife and four children at their multi-million dollar estate in Florida. You hear that, Rupert? His wife. By the way, Jack Carlson and his wife have been married since they were like fucking out of high school. They went to high school together. It's one of those kind of stories. You got four kids, a whole fucking all-American shabang, shaboom, right? Hey, Rupert. I know you got a kid, man, but uh, how many marriages you on right now, my man? How many kids you got? Was that like two kids, four marriages, and a few ex-fiancés? And your last ex-fiancé is really wanted to try and be a homeworker for Tucker, I imagine. Jokes, jokes. Damn, Rupi. Uh, Rupert, maybe Stewie Griffin will take you back, Rupert. Instead, there's four children in their multi-million dollar estate in Florida. That is fucking hilarious. And a lot of reaction today there. Mike Carter, thanks, live from New York City with more on what is a um, huge shakeup in media today. All right, let's welcome Ari Hoffman back in to talk more about this. Ari Hoffman, of course, West Coast editor for the Post Millennial. Ari, great to see you. Great to be back. Yeah, we hear this from our audience all the time that Fox News isn't the same. The one exception was Tucker Carlson at 8 p.m. That was still where a lot of people felt like their loyalty lied or lay with, with Tucker Carlson. What happened to the network now, Ari, from your perspective, without their centerpiece at 8 o'clock? I think the bigger question is what happens to cable news right now. I mean, we see what direction the ratings are going. Fox may be at the top of the mountain, but at the same time, I think they're at the top of the mountain with what? About 8 million viewers a night, 8 million viewers of Tucker Carlson show. There's 350 million Americans. So it means that the majority of Americans are not watching cable news. What are they on? They're on online platforms. They're on streaming services. They're getting podcasts. So the question is, is Tucker Carlson going over to one of those? Yeah, and you know, Ari, some are concerned just about the conservative media landscape in general because there has been bias and censorship. Um, and we had uh, AOC appearing on Jen Psaki's show over the weekend. She was actually saying the government needs to ban Tucker Carlson. I mean, apparently she got her wish. Let's listen to this exchange here. Federal regulation in terms of what's allowed on air and what isn't. And when you look at what Tucker Carlson and some of these other folks on Fox do, it is very very clearly incitement of violence, very clearly incitement of violence. And that is the line that I think we have to uh, be willing to contend with. I mean, it's such a distorted view, though, because we have Democrats who have also said inflammatory things. You had Maxine Waters. And over the years, it's always, you know, the conservatives here that are demonized. Um, and, and obviously, we don't know what Fox's decision was to, to move, you know, go forward with this or where Tucker will land. Likely he'll have a lot of offers. But in general, when you have the radicals like AOC talking about conservative media and members inciting violence, I mean, it just seems like it seems dangerous. 
Well, if you're talking about inciting violence, AOC is a member of the squad. You got Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar, people who regularly call for demonizing Israel. I believe Rashida Tlaib has even used the word intifada multiple times, which literally means an armed uprising. So if anybody's calling for violence, I think AOC and her buddies need to take a long, hard look in the mirror. And also, maybe she should watch the cable news on MSNBC at night and see the kind of things that Joy Reid spews on a regular basis. Look, this is really the time for the conservative movement to come together, for Republicans to come together and say, it's us against the machine. Because when AOC says something like that, that indicates the return of the fairness doctrine. And let's remember that Rush Limbaugh was very successful because he was one of the first shows out of the gate after all that garbage was eliminated and there really was free speech in media. We don't want to return for that. People want the news from the sources they want to get it from, be it Newsmax, be it Fox, be it OAN, whatever the case may be. They want those options. And if they don't have those options, they're going to seek them wherever they can get them. So really, now's the time for the entire conservative movement to say, we're not going to put up with your censorship garbage. Come at us because we're going to fight you in court. The problem with a digital outlet, though, is you're still paying this extortion money to Facebook and uh, Google to be to be located. You, there, there are steps being taken by groups like Rumble now. They're trying to circumvent all that, but that still, still is a massive problem. Um, going back to what you're saying, though, Ari, about the influence that some of these people have, there is a change now underway at, at cable news. You wonder what the future, though, holds for these networks. There is, I think, still a real appetite for real news. I think we see that from our audience here, and we respond to that. The, um, the response, though, I think maybe Fox didn't anticipate this. Maybe they did. But there is now an onslaught. I'm reading a tweet here from Senator Ron Johnson. Mm. He says, it has, uh, Tucker Carlson has been engaging in the best journalism on TV, uncovering, exposing the truth. This is a huge loss for Fox News. I don't think there's any other way you could describe it. All right. No, absolutely not. I mean, this is a huge loss, and you got to think it's the top-rated show on cable news, and now the host disappears when literally in his last broadcast he was talking about being back on Monday. People are, of course, going to speculate, wonder what's going on, and this is bad news for Fox. On top of more bad news, you just had the Dominion settlement. You had the news that Bongino was leaving. On top of all this, people are going to start wondering, is this a network that's reliable anymore? Is this the place that we want to keep watching? Are our favorite hosts not going to be there anymore? Where do we find them? I guarantee you, whenever Fox Tucker makes that announcement of where he's going to be next, you're going to see those ratings go through the roof. All right. Ah, chatting with a report from the Daily Mail, Carlson proved that despite the less than desirable send-off from Fox, he was living his best life. Quote, Retirement is, is going great so far, he said with a smile as he stepped out the door of his $5.5 million Boca Grande beach house. Grand beach house. I guess the E doesn't talk. Now, pair this with Don Lemon who was walking around New York all angry with a stick of his ass, all pissy and mad and refusing to talk to people. Carlson's out here just having a ball with it. You'll love to see it. There they go. Freaking gorgeous state. Moving on. Carlson, who hosted Tucker Carlson tonight at 8, 8, at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard nearly every Monday through Friday since 2017, lamented the fact that it often meant spending less time with his family. Quote, I haven't eaten dinner with my wife on a weekend in seven years, he said. Appetizers plus three. Before reporters... Uh, before reporters get Carlson to drive to dive deeper into his termination. He jumped into the golf cart and drove off into the sunset. On Monday, news he, he I tell you he's lawyering up. On Monday news broke that Fox had agreed to quote part ways 
with its most popular host, with his most popular host, the network offered no further explanation, leading many to question what Carlson had done to get on the wrong side of the boss, Rupert Murdoch, who reportedly made the decision himself. Fox has not yet named a replacement for Carlson, revealing only that, quote, Fox News Tonight will air live at 8 p.m. as an interim show held by a rotating Fox News personalities until a new host is named. The network has suffered as a result of Carlson's departure, losing one billion in a market value and facing a potential exodus of subscribers. Potential? It's already underway. Please. They've lost billion. They've lost over a billion dollars. People might be leaving. <clears throat> I think they have. And mind you, this is only what we're seeing right now. Wait till we start getting the quarter reports coming out. Oh. Anyway, value and facing a potential exodus of subscribers, many of whom said they will only they only paid in because of Carlson. Mm, mm, mm. Never forget, Carlson was also on CNN back in the day. You just love, you just love it. It's good. It's good. And we don't know why Tucker Carlson was released. We don't know. We've. It could be because of the religious overtones. It could be because Carl uh, Rupert Murdoch's wife, uh, soon-to-be wife, got horny for Tucker. Jokes intended. Don't mean to actually impugn the woman's honor, but it's funny. Anyway. Or was it because of the January 6th stuff? Was it because of the vaccine stuff? This is, all we have is speculation. And no actual ground in it right now. Carlson's not going to open his mouth too much about it, I don't think, unless he has a lawyer on hand. Probably because he's preparing a massive case. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, James Madison. Don't get, don't get cucked by the tuck. And I'll talk to y'all later. He gave a speech last week, last Friday. And Friday, apparently, is the night that they made the decision. And he gave a speech for the 50th anniversary of the Heritage Foundation, and he said this. It's completely obvious. And I think two things. One, we should say that and stop engaging in these totally fraudulent debates where we are using the terms that we used in 1991 when I started at Heritage as if maybe, you know, I could just win the debate if I marshaled more facts. I've tried that. doesn't work. And two, maybe we should all take just like 10 minutes a day to say a prayer about it. I'm serious. Like, why not? And I'm saying that to you not as some kind of evangelist. I'm literally saying that to you as an Episcopalian. The Samaritans of our time. I'm coming to you from the most humble and lowly theological position you can. I'm literally an Episcopalian, okay? And even I have concluded it might be worth taking just 10 minutes out of your busy schedule to say a prayer for the future. And I hope you will. Okay, now let me give you some context on this. He was talking about the difference of good and evil and, you know, marshalling, you know, facts to fight things like CRT and uh, DEI, et cetera, et cetera. Now, Rupert's son, Rupert Murdoch's son, uh, is the one that made the decision to fire Carlson along with Suzanne Scott. 
This is this is something that bothers Rupert deeply, deeply bothers him. Uh, I was told not to use the word God on the air anymore. And I was like, wow. Um, okay. And they're like, uh, you know, you gotta stop using it. And three months go by and he comes back and he says, do you know how many times did you, do you not remember when I said, don't talk about God all the time? And I said, yes. And he said, um, do you know how many times you've said God on the air since that? I looked at him and I kind of laughed and I said, you counted? And he said, I can't remember the number, but it was like 91 times. I'm like, huh? Now stop it. Okay, well, I didn't. But that really bothered them. That really bothered them. Rupert doesn't like that. There was a, a dinner um, uh, with Rupert and his ex fiance a couple of months ago. Carlson was at the dinner. This is according to a source, and you know, this is Vanity Fair, so what do you know? Um, they, they reported that Murdoch and Smith called off their two-week engagement because Smith had told Tucker Carlson he was a messenger from God. Murdoch had seen Carlson and Smith discuss religion firsthand. In March, Carlson had dinner at Murdoch's Bel Air Vineyard with Murdoch and Smith, according to the source. During dinner, Smith pulled out a Bible and started reading passages from the book of Exodus. Rupert just stood there and stared, said the source. A few days after the dinner, Murdoch and Smith called off the wedding. By taking Carlson off the air, Murdoch is also taking away his ex's favorite show. Uh, mm. I think there is something to that. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Masson, and you know what? I'm surprised he did it so soon. You know, usually Bernie Sanders does the whole run for office thing, collect millions of dollars in campaign funds and donations, and then no refunds when he drops on and endorses, you know, whoever the establishment Democrat candidate is. He didn't even peek around the bush this time. He just said, I don't think I'll be running again. I am once again asking you to vote for Joe Biden. Cuck. Bernie Sanders endorses Biden for re-election, nixes his own 2024 run. That's just the Abbey version. That one moving on. Socialist Senator Bernie Sanders has endorsed President Biden's re-election, closing the door on mounting a third consecutive insurgent White House bid for 2024. It was never insurgent at no point in history. Bernie Sanders is just a carpet-bagging, pinko-commie freeloader who's done fuck-all for anyone at any point in history who got arrested at one protest and one other march once in history. That's it. His only other big achievement was being interviewed by Joe Rogan and then being endorsed by Joe Rogan and then throwing away Joe Rogan's endorsement by manipulating an interview clip to make it into official Bernie Sanders campaign footage. That backfired. Yeah, I wonder who Joe Rogan's going to show for this election, personally speaking. I'm a fan of Joe Rogan, but, you know, goddamn, that man is still a closeted lefty. An insurgent White House bid, my ass. 
And all the insurgency of a snug that just, uh, of a fucking snail that just slammed a bottle, uh, a whole cup of fucking lean. Yeah, he's in a real hurry, ain't he? The 81-year-old senator, uh, a dem- an independent from Vermont, who challenged Biden, 80 years old, for the 2020 Democratic presidential nomination, told the Associated Press that he would, quote, do everything I can to see the president is reelected. Oh, this is great. People like Shoot and Head are going to have a fucking fit. A calypsion over this one. Quote, The last thing this country needs is Donald Trump or some other right-wing demagogue who is going to try to undermine the American democracy or take away a woman's right to choose. I'm sorry, did the socialist that was pro-vaccine mandate just say something about taking away somebody's right to choose when it comes to bodily autonomy? Shut the fuck up. Or not address the crisis of gun violence or racism, sexism, and homophobia and all the other OBS. First off, no one is scared of gay people. No, that, that's not the problem. No, no one's scared of them. And you're right. No one is really addressing the crisis when it comes to gun violence. More people need to have access to firearms. And as for racism and sexism, your campaign single-handedly is like the most like sponsored by actual you know like antifa types bro careful with stones and glass houses said standards who's famously ran closer than uh than expected uh, ran a closer than expected primary race against Hillary Clinton in 2016 and that's not really people were already expecting from the get go that it would come down to Bernie Sanders versus Donald Trump but Bernie cucked in 2020 and he cucked in 2016. Quote, so in, so I'm, so I'm in to do what I can to make sure the president is reelected. Biden, the oldest ever president, officially launched his reelection campaign Tuesday, saying he and Vice President Kamala Harris were ready to finish the job. Oof. Quote, every generation has a moment. Uh, where they have had to stand up for democracy, to stand up for the fundamental freedoms. I believe this is ours. Biden, who will be 82 years old on Election Day in 2024, said in a video announcement that uh, recycled his 2020 pledge to win the battle for the soul of America. He's so sleepy. He's reusing footage. God damn. Against MAGA extremists. Because Ultra MAGA backfired, right, Joe? What happened to using Ultra MAGA? Most Democrats do not want Biden to run again in 2024 with 62% favoring someone else to be the party's leader and only 37% saying that they support the president for a second term, according to an AP NORC poll from February asked whether the president should be concerned about a potential primary challenge from another Democrat. Sanders replied, quote, People do not want... People will do what they want to do. Just look at these old fucking demented geezers. Get the fuck out. I think Joe Biden... Quote, I think Joe Biden will be the Democratic nominee. He probably will be. He added, quote... And my job, and I think the progressive movement's job, Joe Biden, the progressive candidate, is to make certain that he stands up and fights 
for the working class of this country and does not take anything for granted. Yeah, it worked for the fighting class, the, the fighting group in America by raising gas prices, shutting down Nord Stream, shutting down all levels of American infrastructure that was providing American jobs, sending America into war, um, driving the cost of food, living expenses, and everything up through the roof, through inflation, handing out free drug kits. Uh, yeah, I just... I. You know, I have to say, I kind of disagree. So far, Biden is facing two challengers from the Democrat nom- uh, nomination. Self-help guru Marion Wilson, who's fucking DOA. And environmental lawyer and anti-vaccine advocate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. If we weren't looking down the barrel of World War III right now and a slew of other issues, and if RFK Jr. didn't have Parkinson's to the severe extent he does... God, I would love to vote for him. I want to vote for him now, but it's just situation so bad. It's like the one time I actually have an election I care about voting in. It's like, damn. Quote, running for president was a wonderful privilege, Sanders said. I enjoyed it very much, and I hope we had some impact on the nature of American politics. But right now, my job is to do what I can as chairman of the Senate Health, the, the Senate Health, Education, Labor, and pensions committee to see biden get reelected and see what i can do to help transform policy in america to help protect the needs of workers for president donald trump biden's 2020 opponent is the current front runner for the republican nomination though a recent polling analysis shows that florida ron DeSantis is becoming the GOP. uh governor DeSantis becomes the gop DeSantis. what shows that if he becomes it that he would prevail over Biden. Well, here's the thing: if you go off like Harvard Harris polls, they show Trump beating Biden with an even wider percentage. So I don't know what to tell you with that one. First three comments: Noel S. and a woman's right to choose not to have a, a cha- not to have a man. I think is what you mean to say in change in front of a. Okay, restart. And a woman's right to choose not to ch- not to have to change in front of a biological male in a woman's locker room, or compete against a biological male in competitions, where size and strength are the main advantage. Where do you stand on that, Bernie? Chili Palmer, everyone is falling in line. The world has gone. The word has gone out. It's Obama's decision to go with Biden Harris. If they can pull it off, Joe will step down after a couple of months and President Harris will take over. Yeah, but we heard this in 2020 and that didn't happen. And we were also confident it was. It's the only way he can be he can put her in the Oval Office and guarantee his fourth term as the president. I mean, the last part might be a little bit more in clutch than the rest of your statement. Jack Malloy, he can't remember what he thinks about right now. Yeah, that's a solid point. And Ben Richards, because Ben Dick is just a great name. Two old men who should be in nursing homes. You can't make this stuff up. Very sad. He's obviously made enough money. Cricket says. Absolutely. Let's hop over to the last article. Senator Bernie Sanders endorses Joe Biden and says he will not run for 2024 from Tim Cass. It's just a... From uh, Cassandra McDonald's published April 26, 2023, Senator Bernie Sanders has endorsed President Joe Biden and confirmed that he will not 
run against him in the Democratic primary for the 2024 elections. In an interview with the AP released Tuesday, Sanders intends to do everything he can to help the president get reelected. I've already read that. Country needs Donald Trump right wing. Biden formally announced his intention to run for re-election on Tuesday. In addition to saying he will not challenge Biden, Sanders urged other progressives to follow his lead and stay out of the race. Quote, people will do what they want to do, Sanders told the outlet while speaking about other potential primary challenges. I think Joe Biden will be the Democratic nominee and my job, and I think the progressive movement's job, is to make certain that he stands up and fights for the working class in the in the country and does not take anything for granted. The, at 81 years old, it is now extremely improbable that Sanders, a a darling of the democratic social, uh, darling of the democratic socialists, this is the only one on the platform, will ever seek presidential nomination again. No, that was a definitive. I'm done forever. He had made massive waves in his 2016 in 2016 against Hillary Clinton and again in 2020 against Biden. See, here's the thing: in 2016, I bought uh the OG MAGA hat, but it was more of a shit post thing because people were getting mad at me wearing it. So I, I was like, "Oh, this is great." <laughs> I kind of wish I would have got some Bernie merch in hindsight. I have a I'm with her mug, some official, like I have some official Clinton merch from 2016. And I got official Biden 2020 merch. Kind of wish I had some Bernie merch. I'm not going to lie. Missed opportunity. I should have grabbed someone I had the chance. But I was too busy asking them how they paid for it. And getting them to expose they didn't know anything about socialism. They're getting really mad. Moving on. Do do against Hillary, and again in 2020 against Biden. Sanders had seemed to be the front-runner for the 2020 nomination until the other candidates railed around, rallied around Biden. Quote, Running for president was a wonderful privilege, said San- Sanders said. I enjoyed it very much, and I hope we had some impact on the nature of American politics. But right now, my job? My job is to do what I can as chairman of the Health, Education, Labor, and position and pensions committee to see Biden get reelected and to see what I can do to help transform in America, transform in America to help protect the needs of the workers. According to the report, Sanders said it was quote too early to say what specific role he would play in helping Biden win reelection. It's a cabinet role. I imagine goofy, 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 goofy. That being said, I'm going to wrap this up here. This has been Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, James Madison. Let me know below who are some people you think should run for the Democratic nomination, specifically the Democratic nominations, and why do you think they should run? The best comment will get a shout-out uh, probably tomorrow. Consider I record all these episodes and usually in like one sitting uh, right now. If you ever get episodes that go up on like uh, on this other platform, if you get episodes that go up on... Like, the 130, 230, 330, or 430. Those are extra episodes I recorded like right in the moment when the news is breaking. But that being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I've been James Madison, and I shall catch y'all later. Deuce. President Biden's first executive orders was to allow transgender athletes to participate in girls' sports. Olivia Thomas made history this week, but some say her success should come with an asterisk.
commitment for these girls that are competing, knowing, knowing when they go into a competition that they're going to lose because one person they're competing against has a decided physical advantage. It's a whole ball of wrong. But if you criticize this, you're anti-trans somehow. Of course not. It's just a matter of asking for a level, competitive playing field. We do not support a biological male swimming in the women's championship meet against females. It is an unfair advantage. What they're doing is they are defeating women. It's about beating women down, and the left stands up for it. And this is where America needs to say enough. Most Americans agree that this is wrong, and it's absolutely ridiculous. The he's and the she's and the she's and whatever. These are men. We need to call them what they are. They're men. That makes them a he, a him, and not play this pronoun game anymore. Okay, so I'm a pretty strong fighter. I don't think she has a chance. I'm feeling excellent. That was sweet, huh? Did you like that? Yeah! And I want to tell everyone else, I'm coming in this in this tournament. Every woman in this tournament better look out. With their extremist sex and gender ideology, the Democrat Party is waging war on reality, war on science, war on children, war on women. Here's what we have to do. We have to speak out. I don't think it's wrong to stand up and say, we aren't going to tolerate this. Men, get out of our bathroom, get out of our sports. These are our private places. We aren't going to allow you to beat down our women and our daughters. Bear with me for two seconds. Hey, it is recording. Mazel tov, oy vey. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm Rose James Madison. Uh, forgive the little lethargic-esque tone. I just woke up from a nap. I was supposed to be up from a couple hours ago. And I'm like, I can still make the 8, 8, 8 p.m. upload. Right? So I run upstairs to get some coffee. Mm. It's actually coffee. It's not piss water that identifies as beer or coffee. Now let's talk about a, a runner who identifies as a champion. Trans runner beats 14K women, uh, women in London Marathon after running New York City as a man. Because he's not trans. This is Look, I've been calling for Republicans. If you really want to win, take back the office. You need to get into ballot harvesting. You need to get into the, the mail-in ballot game. You need to play their game so fucking good, they change the rules on it. No different here. Is it shitty? Yeah, absolutely. But here's the thing, right? This man, for a change, it's not like a male athlete who is dog shit in their sport just all of a sudden transitioning into a woman to play a different sport permanently. This person has a little bit of a history of flipping and flopping between the two. Like, I'm a man here today. My name is Raquan. And then it's like, oh, marathon over there, only women running? My name is Raquana. It's that simple. It's that simple. Don't hate the player, hate the fucking game. And quite frankly... Unless women athletes, if, if a woman athlete comes out and says, I'm uncomfortable with men competing against me, I do not think biological men should be competing, I will side with you. I will fight fucking for you. But if you are a female athlete and you said, I want this, I want men, bi, trans women are women and should compete against us, I want it. And then now you're crying? I have no sympathy for you. 
That's what, that's what's going on with Serena Williams right now, and I don't fucking care to hear her cries. She spent 25 years building up a legacy, and then fought for some fucking dude with a dick to come in and steal it from her. Not only did he steal it from her, he stole it from her sister, and took every record she ever held. And now she wants to fucking... No, bitch! You made your fucking bed. Fucking sleep in it. I'm fine with men proving that they're better at everything, including being women. Because you want to know why, ladies? In the end, the patriarchy always fucking wins. Long live King fucking Charles. This article is by Lee Brown. <laughs> a two-time Olympian has ripped rule. <laughs> so they're like a professional athlete. Makes me respect them a little bit more. This person wasn't just like a fucking fledgling failure. And then, then decided to go trans just to, and I say trans major air quotes, trans people don't exist, and here's why. To say you're transsexual would imply that you can successfully transition from one gender to the next. That is impossible. A man can never become a woman. A woman can never become a man. If you're born a male, you will never, you will always have a prostate, TLDR. And if you're born a woman, you will never have sperm or a functioning shaft. You'll have a rolled up piece of thigh meat glued and stapled to you. Mm-hmm. It's not, sorry, you can play pretend, and if you change your name, I'll use your real name, but the, the whole trans thing is a sign of a much greater mental illness. So, this person, even on that front, isn't trans. This is a costume. They're not even trying to pretend to be trans. They're just like, oh, I want that reward money. I want that fucking medal. And they're going to do it. It's just like how Zuby, you know who Zuby is? I'll show you exactly what I'm talking about. Zuby is a great dude. If you don't watch his content, I highly recommend him. He's funny as hell. And this is he. The, Zuby did about well, it's about four years actually. About four years ago, what this trans guy, trans guy, is doing right now. The Joe Rogan experience. Well, you know, we live in the times where everyone's saying is right wing. So, so it, let it be so. I don't know. Well, if you're not as progressive <laughs> as humanly possible, you're alt right. Well, yeah, exactly. Pretty much. I've seen all sorts of titles levied onto everybody including including yourself so yeah it's what about uh, you? interesting you myself any, for people who don't know uh zuby won the world championships <laughs> in women's powerlifting um you identified as a woman for a brief period of time yeah nine just seconds to lift. that's all you have to do yeah i mean this is the world we live in dude that that thing blew the internet up but it's crazy <laughs> we were laughing. It's insane how far it went man yeah i know i saw that people uh there it is. Let's make sure we. Yeah. P.S. I identify as a woman whilst lifting the weight. Don't be a bigot. You know, I think I think when you first talked about that, I had like forty thousand followers. It's now well over one hundred and hundred and fifteen. And when I posted it, I had fifteen thousand followers. So I've gained a hundred and I've gained like followers. Yeah, like hundred and five thousand hundred and five thousand followers since that video. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, it, man. It really does highlight how preposterous these new. <laughs> world rules that we have regarding gender are but uh, to their credit the u.s powerlifting federation i believe that's the name of the organization they just banned transgender women from mm. competing okay they just said outright. stop just flat there's enough enough yeah. of that i think if you want to compete i don't think there's anything wrong with transgender women competing but i think they should compete against transgender women just like how we have men compete against men and we have women compete against women, mm -hmm. let's have transgender women compete against transgender women. Let's not deny science and biology yeah. just to make people feel better and just to support some strange progressive ideology. Yeah, I think if, they, if the goal is, that's why I think the goal is more about, it's more ideologically driven than yeah. I think it is actual inclusion driven.
Because yeah. if it's just about inclusion, then yeah, you can either just have an open category, like most men's categories already are. They're not actually restricted to men. It's just, you know, the best of the best. So anyone can do this. So either that or if there are enough athletes in whatever the given sport or competition is, then yeah, you can just have a different a different category. And that way everyone can be included without stepping on the feet of half the population. That's a bold move by the men. Say so anybody can be in here. Come on in. <laughs> That's how it is in pool, you know. Men can't compete in the women's division of pool, mm -hmm. but women can compete in the men's division. Yeah, it's the same and in most do. sports. Most people aren't aware of that. Most people think that they, are, they have specific restrictions saying only men can do them, but that's actually quite rare. Well, there's a lot of successful female to male athletes where okay. females transition to males and dominate male sports. Okay, I, no, I wasn't, I've I wasn't never heard of this before. Oh, okay, all right. 100% <laughs> Okay. It's never going to happen. I'll, Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, I what? Wasn't, I was true. I made okay. it up. Oh, okay, alright. 100% <laughs> Dude, for three fucking seconds, I was like, what? I've never heard of this. I was getting ready to go, like, on Google and start pulling up shit. Like, I'm about to debunk Joe Rogan. What the fuck is he talking about? God damn it. It's never gonna happen. I was, that, I was I trying to think of it. People I was like, listening and going, what the fuck? Is this, what is going <laughs> on? Shit. What? Have you seen this, uh, there's a soccer player that wants to be in the NFL as a kicker? Because she, there's a video of her doing a place kick of a 55-yard field goal recently. That's incredible. That's really far, right? No one coming at her or anything. It was just like in practice, but she nailed it, which is pretty far. Yes. Mm. Well, can you tackle kickers? They can get hit, yes. yeah. They're not, during the actual play of the kick, they're not supposed to be touched, but for sure they're in the play of the field. So. Oh, I mean, you're not supposed to target That's them. They, they, they get That's tackled. That's the problem is. Yeah. Carla, yeah. love you, yeah. but stop. Yeah, it's a bad idea. All righty. It's just kind of a thought that might be a good example. Yeah, Zuby set the world record and still holds it for the most, like like the most weight deadlifted by a female weightlifter. Not sure where the last audio cut off because uh, screen recording kind of crashed. Anyway, I don't really have any hate towards this guy. It's not against the rules. Is it morally wrong? Yeah, absolutely. But it's also funny as hell. And when people are doing it to make a point or just to get the money and get the bag and get the fuck out and they're not trying to make a big stance about it, I love it even more so. Because again, women are very emotional creatures. Women let that, let women, these female athletes let that emotion drive them so that logical part of their brain, that frontal cortex and that frontal lobe just kind of went and turned off. And they're like, I want, I want, I want the, I want the virtue signal points. And then a bunch of people were like, well, shit, I'm a terrible male athlete. I can beat your ass, Fallon Fox. And they did. Now, a lot of sports banned it, and that's what I'm saying. Fine, if it's not against the rules, do it so good, they make it against the rules. UFC banned Fallon Fox. Was it UFC, or was it one of those subgroups? Anyway, and then you have, like, what Joe was talking about, the pool. You have a lot of sports that were, like, going with this for a while, and then they're starting to backtrack and say, no. And then you just had that big ban pass not too long ago in like three states. So, the tides are turning. Why? Because men are violently beating women in, in contact sports and just decimating their records in other sports. And now women are starting to throw a fit about it. They're having the fucking lesson sink in. And now UFC genuinely made me mad because I, I just, the Fallon Fox thing was fucked up. And God bless Chris Cyborg for doing what she did because Cyborg could have died. The cyborg went in that ring and fucked up Fallon Fox. So fucking nothing but love to, to Chris Cyborg. 
A two-time Olympian has ripped rules that allowed a that allowed a transgender runner to beat uh, to beat nearly fourteen thousand women in a female category of the London Marathon. Mara Yamuchi. This is some mafia guy's grandson, and this is what he does with his time in his life now. He was the heir, the fucking uh, what was the name again? Vamuchi. Put my glasses on. Yamamuchi of the Yamuchi crime family of New York. You're gonna be the heir of a great mafia family. I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna wear with leggings and run. Oh God, we've already lost. Anyway, who finished the six? Ma- who finished sixth in the marathon at the 2008 Beijing Olympics? Lashed out after trans racer Glen Key Glen Koo, Frank. 54, gush to BBC about using, quote, girl power to run the key UK race on Sunday. Males in the female category is unfair to females. Yamuchi, oh, okay, so Yamuchi is the, uh, the, the, the actual runner. Got it. My bad. Quote, males in uh, the female category is unfair for females. Yamuchi tweeted alongside a clip of the mid-race interview by the sports bra-wearing runner, who also g- gushed about soon becoming a gran. Oh, no. Motherfucker about to become a fucking grandpapa. I mean, grandmama. I mean, a granddaddy. Quote, nearly 14,000 actual female suffer a worse finish position because of Frank, wrote Yamuchi, who said that even when she was, quote, ranked second in the world as a woman, at least 13,000 women, 13,000 men ran faster than me. She noted how UK athletes applied world athletics rules on the exclusion of transgender women from female competition. At the end of March, to make it, quote, fair for athletes who have gone through male puberty to be excluded from the category in athletics. Ooh, that sentence, sweetheart, rubbed me the wrong way. It's unfair for athletes who have gone through male puberty to be excluded. It's unfair for males, period, to compete against biological women. And I don't like the implication of the puberty cycle being disrupted. I'm sure she's not fine with it, but I don't know, like my, my, my detectors for that shit. And I always expect so little of England and the UK. Like, just so fucking little these days. I never had much of a high expectation, I'll be real with you. I never understood why there's such a fucking weird simp love with, like, the older generation in my country. I'm, I'm American. Pretty fucking obvious to the people who aren't American listening to me. I imagine you all know I'm American. Flag in the thumbnail. But, but... I don't know, there's like a weird obsession with the queens, or, or, or the queen and, and all that shit. I just don't give a fuck. I remember restaurants and businesses in my area shut down to watch the fucking whatever it was a couple years ago with the, with the royal wedding. And everyone was like, oh my god, oh my god. And I was like, I just want, man, my workplace shut down because my old boss wanted to go watch that with his fucking missus. And I'm like, I could be making money right now. Motherfucker, I gotta be selling, and I gotta start selling some stuff, some lettuce. Fuck y'all. 
Then when the queen died, all the Americans were like, oh, bah, 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 bah. what the fuck? Who cares? Who the fuck cares? You know, what the, you know what the queen and the pope have in common? Two old fucks and stupid hats. That's about it. I'm an American. You know, we were one of the countries that we were one of the only countries that seems that when we left England, we left a lot of them traits behind. We took the the royal family off our fucking money, and what do we put on our money? The dudes who fucked the British Empire sideways, like a cheap prostitute on JFK's desk. We put those dudes on our fucking currency. Our currency is fucking worthless right now, but so is UK's. To be fair, you know. So it's just like. Meanwhile, all these other countries that broke free or warred with the UK or were under UK or under, like, English rule or whatever the fuck for a long time, they're like, we're free of them now, but let's put the old bitch on all of our money just to show that we're still kind of owned and cucked by the British Empire. And now that, and with the Queen gone and Charles being sworn in, all these other countries, like, Brexit Part 2 seems to be kicking off, and I'm all for it. Leave. Nations should be able to succeed or fail on their fucking own. I don't like NATO. So before you come at me, like, well, NATO. I hate NATO. I think it should be disbanded and disfunded. I also don't like the I also don't like the EU. I don't like any of these boy clubs. I don't like any of these big globalist organizations that are like, oh well we're a common union of these you know, lump of countries. No, motherfucker, no. Every country has the right to succeed and fail upon its own accord, ruled by its own governance of its people and or an elected hierarchy of people that that nation for some reason decides to establish. Again, I'm not a big fan of governments, but there should be no overarching foreign power telling some land 3,000, you know, hypothetically speaking, right? Why should, let, let's say America operated like England, right? And America owned a bunch of like little like little places. Territories are not ownership. Territories have the right to operate completely independent of themselves. Territories are different. Uh, I, some foreign person might be like, doesn't America have like Puerto Rico? Isn't that like a territory? Yeah, but they still have their own independent government and can tell us to go fuck ourselves whenever they want. And I mean, I'm not saying America won't retaliate, but I'm saying America, they, they have more freedoms than countries that are like occupied by British, uh, back in the day. But I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't get the appeal. What is the appeal of a monarchy in 2023? What is the appeal of a government in 2023? So I don't know. A little rant there, a little tangent. I just, this is the exact kind of shit I expect to see in the UK. Like, the UK, like, I remember 2014 through 2017, people like Carl Benjamin of the Lotus Eaters and, you know, a few of these, these Brits would say uh, funny things like, oh, look at how, how America's collapsing. Oh, well, at least it's not coming here. It can't come here. Well, it's in your fucking backyard, bitch. America, we're slowly starting to figure it out on our end. Now I get to sit back and watch the Brits go through it. And I know I have Brits people who, who watch my show. It shows up in my analytics. And I mean no offense to you. Again, when I'm grilling your government, I'm grilling your government. I assume if you're listening to this show, you're probably based and have your head out of your ass, and you realize the flaws of every narrative and major world government in the world economic form going on today. I am by no means targeting you. But the government and the people who are just like the most sycophantic at it, I don't understand. I don't understand. Moving on. However, it allowed those who had already entered races to still compete in categories that were not their biological sex. That's the thing, like Norway, Scandinavia, the Netherlands, hell, I think even, like, Amsterdam. Amsterdam of all fucking places, at least if I remember Sticks saying it correctly. All these other countries up there, and I say up there, I'm an American, give me some credit here, give me some leeway. Certain parts of Europe 
are just not doing this anymore. Like years ago, they banned uh, child sex change surgeries. They or child mutilation is what it actually is. Uh, they banned male competing against biological women. Like they banned all of these years ago, and it just seems like the rest of Europe is either going double down on it or going extra legs. Just now starting to go against it, and a lot of that has to do with people like Klaus Schwab being involved in the government. "Quote this male complete. Uh, this male competed." Under UK's athletic transition agreements, arrangements, sorry. Here in America, everything's an agreement. Over there, everything's an arrangement, right? But it is still wrong and unfair, Yamuchi told the Telegraph Sport. Yeah. This scene right here, this fucking... Do they stuff these? Like, what do they put in there? There's something in there. If I was going to do this shit, because remember, this person was running as a man just the week prior in New York. I put some water bottles in there, maybe some ice packs, keep me cool. You know, like, fuck it, I'm already doing it. Katie Devine, a former... <laughs> cannot be your real name. <clears throat> a former lecturer in sport and physical activity at the University of Columbia also accused the London Marathon of being... Oh, enabling. I was not expecting the University of... Uh... Oh, Cumbria. Never mind. I said Colombian. I was like, really? I was expecting a fucking blue pill take. Quote, zero categories that exclude male performance advantages. Goddess forbid. Goddess forbid. That female runners should have their own category celebrating what women runners can do. She tweeted. Do you think that's how, how Yahweh got his job? There was a female god who was like, I think, I think if Yahweh identifies as a woman, Yahweh can do my job. And, you know, Yahweh comes up there and he's like, yeah, it's me. Yahweh, I'm here to do goddess work, and then makes earth, makes everything perfect, and then ousts this old bitch, and Yahweh's like, yeah, I've been Yahweh the whole time, <laughs> it's all been an act, trust me, you're in good hands now, I think men should do this more often, I'm making a joke right now, like the biggest joke of all time is probably getting me smited, but men should do this, if there are rules that allow you to compete and take away women's roles in this shit, do it! Fucking do it. It'll make rules against it. It'll make more and more women speak out, which means more and more people will take a public stance and, mm, you know, women will unite around women, even if political ideologies are different. You know, no one hates and loves women more than other women. They hate each other and love each other on a level that no one else will ever understand. And if you allow, like, if you go in as a man and compete against women and you just fucking destroy their sports, you're going to get people talking about the trans issues. You're going to get people talking about the biological versus medical issue. It's going to create a bunch of public conversations that too many people were scared of having a couple years ago. This is a net win. It's a weird net win. It's a weird perspective I have, I'm sure, but it's a win. Go out and do it. Because why? Look, they're already talking about rule changes. Like, okay, we have to push back on this. This can't be done. Big titty teacher got fired over the wokeness, and they're already passing rules about how you can dress and behave in Canadian schools. This shit gets results, just like what I was saying with elections. Get into the ballot game. Get into the mail-in ballot game. Get into the absentee ballot game. Get into the voter the, the, the ballot harvesting game. Break. If you see the rules they're using, if you see the loopholes they're using, use them. Until the point they decide we have to make these rules illegal. And then you're like, fine. And guess what? They make the rules illegal on their own terms. You didn't have to do anything besides play their fucking game and win. That's all you got to do. 
play their game and fucking win. This guy, this tranny runner here, this dude who's not actually trans, wasn't doing it to make a political statement. It was doing it for the bag. There's a cash reward. There's clout. There's a big shiny medal. But it still will become a political topic. Let it fucking happen. Uh, and he's still going by Frank, for fuck's sake. Not Franka, not Frankie, i.e., you know, Frank. I'm Frank. I'm a pretty little girl named Frank. <laughs> you, my daddy says you better have my home by 11. <laughs> if you don't, my daddy's got a gun. My da- Frank told the Post Tuesday, I appreciate y'all putting up with my dumb shit, Tuesday, that she's competed, that he's competed in the male category in previous marathons, including New York in November, okay, in November last year, because... He was forced to enter under a name and gender that's listed on his passport. Even so, he ran around the Big Apple in a bright red bra. Oh, he was wearing the bra too, huh? And wore a long pink wig as a city tourist. This male ran in yesterday's London Marathon as Glinsky Frank in a female category mass race. Finishing the 616, uh, okay, what? Finishing 6,160th place out of 20,123. So nearly 14,000 actual females suffered worse, a worse position because of him. Last month, he ran in Tokyo Marathon as Glenn Frank also. Girl power, says Glenn. Uh, Glenn, is it Glenn Q? Glenn Q? Glenn Q? Since 2021, Frank, an ex, uh, experienced men's marathon runner who runs in the women's category, adding that it's a great day because he's going to be a granny soon. Kind of looks like, uh, uh, what's his name? Scooby, the fitness dork on YouTube. Uh, I, I don't particularly like Scooby. Was it like Scooby 5-4 or whatever the fuck? I don't, I'm not a big fan of his. I used to like a lot of his content back in the day, but then he started getting like super duper political and shoving the vaccine. And then like it, everyone knew he was gay for years. It wasn't a thing. And then he started making that like all he talked about in his content. Like a lot. Like, not all, but like it came up more and more in every one of his videos. And we're like, dude, just make the fitness content. This is the kind of behavior that I got that that you want a four chan doing, and you got you bullied off four chan, like goddamn Scoob. For the London Marathon, however, the same passport rules did not apply because Frank is a UK-based and British citizen. As I was saying earlier about how I don't expect much from the Brits, it's okay. America's in a much worse place than than the British are, but you know, as an American, it helps me cope to make fun of them. That's my secret. I'm actually just coping. <laughs> Quote, <laughs> I, I, uh, ticked, I ticked female because I see myself as female, meaning I see myself as a winner, said Frank, who came out three years ago as Glenicue, a mix of Glen and Unique. Glenique? That's how it's pronounced? Glenique? Oh, boy. But has known since I was five that I was in the wrong body. Frank said it was traumatic to be publicly attacked while trying to spread joy and happiness with the rainbow love at the race. Yeah, you're also spreading monkey pox and AIDS with that same little pride flag. But you know what? You do you, woo. 
again, adults. Adults are the ones being harmed here. This person wasn't like strip dancing for kids or none of that shit. I uh, I'm not having. The, I'm sure a lot. I I understand the amount of Western decay this person represents. I fully do. But like you compare it to like other stuff, still mock. Still ridicule. Still ask questions and, and 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 have fun with the memes. But at the same time, it's like kids aren't being harmed. Just women. And honestly, more women should like protest. More women should speak out. Women lost because of this. Who the position Frank came in should have been a woman's position. Where's that woman to speak out? She's sitting quietly with her thumb up her ass. Quote. Still, I get it. Frank, a personal trainer, said of the criticism, if my trainer can't figure out what gender they are, why the fuck would I trust them to tell me what my fitness plan should be? I, f- quote, I feel sad I've upset Mara because I respect her. No, you don't. If you respected her, you wouldn't be competing against her. You would, res- If you respected women, you'd let women have their fucking spaces to compete. Again, do this. Make it so... Beat all these women to the point where they... In sports. Unless there's fighting leagues. And then get in there and have fun. But, play the game until the laws are changed. Frank went viral after stopping to tell BBC ooh, of her of his joy running his 17th marathon. Girl power! Ally, Frank said, while flexing her bulging biceps above rainbow-colored uh, armbands. Well, that's the thing, right? If people were actually trans, and we're talking about the DSM-5 thing now, the body dysphoria thing, they wouldn't want to show off their abs. They wouldn't want to show off this much of their body. Trans people want to hide that about themselves. They want to hide their masculine forms or their feminine forms, depending on what biological sex they are, versus what biological sex they're trying to perform as. And I said perform as for a reason. It's people who are actually gender dysphoric hide their bodies. This person's showing them off and having no problem running as a male just a few months prior. Because if it was really, oh, well, I'm female, I can't run as, as, as a male. If they actually had this mental illness to this point, they would be so distraught by that. They would go on MSNBC and cry about how bigoted New York City is. Luckily, would have gotten the rules changed because New York's a bunch of fucking jokes. Again, if you live in New York, why the fuck are you in fucking New York, dude? If you're in New York, you, you, you ask for every bad thing you deal with in that city at this point. Get out. Get the fuck out. Maybe Dutchess County is doing all right. Uh, God knows how Onion Town's doing. I wouldn't knock on their door to find out if I were you. If you do, hey, add me on Twitter at inside F-O-R walls. Send me how, how that video goes if you walk into Onion Town asking how everybody's doing during the economy. Because <laughs> there's one city where the population still has guns and the government can't do nothing about it. It's fucking Onion Town. If you know what Onion Town is in New York, if you're a foreign person listening to my show or you're just curious about it, look up Onion Town. I tried to get in there years ago to film it, and uh, I didn't get very far. Because I heard yelling and howling, and I got the fuck on out. Because I already heard the stories. I've seen the videos of people getting chased out by pickup trucks and people shooting at them. I'm good. I'd rather go out to Portland and film Antifa again than, than deal with that shit. The runner, whose social media still shows photos from earlier ra- uh, earlier races, while still, uh, while still a balding then married man, ended the race uh, race chant to gush about how his beautiful son is expecting a baby. Congratulations. No, uh, genuine. The creation of life is beautiful. But what is it with these people who are married men and parents all of a sudden coming out as as, as tranny? 
Can you imagine being a Mr. Beast fan from like three years ago? You fall into a coma and you wake up and you see what's going on with Chris right now. What would you do? What would you fucking do? Quote, so I'm going to be a gram granny G. A gram granny G. That sounds like a cracker of some kind. Sounds like if Andrew Tate was selling graham crackers. Granny G. Frank said before running off, draped in a blue and pink white transgendered flag. No hormones being taken. No injections. Just long hair and that's about it. Okay. Frank said he was shocked at the blowback given that he was not an in, uh, an elite runner competing for a prize, money, or a place on the podium. doesn't matter. You have the muscle dexterity of a man. You have the bone structure of a man. You have the kicking off ability and the muscles to allow you to kick off like a man. You have all the physical attributes of a man. Even me in my fairly overweight form could out-compete and out-physically match women who are in much better shape than I am. On average, not every time there, there is always those those uh, those uh, outliers who get in and will fuck me up. I've been body slammed before by a chick. No shame there. But you still, out of all those women you competed against, maybe four percent could have beaten you. The rest of them, they shouldn't have to be trying to compete against you. It's not your sport to be running in. Now, I am all for, I've said this before, like, with UFC and shit, I would watch a trans fighting league. Have trans men and trans women have their own league in fighting. I like the sport. If I like the sport, I will watch people play the sport. I'll even root for certain athletes. But when you have biological and female athletes competing against one another, I'm just, I'm not rooting for anyone other than the fight to be fucking over and whoever organizes it to be fired. That's all I'm rooting for at that point. That's why people are upset. You have all the benefits and bonuses of being a man while competing with people who have none of those. Instead, your, your like lung capacity is even bigger than, than a woman's. You can run longer for faster. You can exert more force. Our muscles react differently under pressure than women's do. It's, it's retarded. And as a trainer, you should fucking know all this, and you do. Instead, he's... Race equivalent of $37,000 for charity in the races. Quote, I did the race in 4 hours and 11 minutes. There's a lot of women that beat me. He noted. Uh, he noted of more than 6,150 ahead of him in the category. Still, from now on, Frank said he is, quote, going to enter under, enter under other or male just to keep everybody happy. How about you just compete in male triathlons? You can show up dressed however you want. You want, to, you want to run dressed as a woman. I don't think anyone's going to actually stop you. Quote, And I'll still do it in four hours, and I won't steal anybody's money. She quipped. Well, you've already stolen about $37,000 of money you don't deserve. Again, if it was the same amount, the same 120,000 men, if you were running in a UK marathon against 120,000 men, you would have come in significantly lower in the rankings. But because you were competing against women as biological male, you came in significantly higher than you would have. You fucking goober. Now let's look at the comments. No comments? No comments. Wow. 
That's interesting. Well, that being said, I'm going to wrap it up here. This has been Inside Four Walls. I've been your host, James Madison. Let me know what you think in the comments below and what should be done about transgender, uh, trans people in sports. What do you think? Yay? Nay? Do they, should they get their own league? Shouldn't I even be allowed to compete? What do you, you think? Let me know below, and the best comment may get a shout-out. Until next time, I'll catch y'all later. Deuce. Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison, and let's continue talking about the downward spiral of legacy media, mouthpiece media, narrative pushers, cathedral mouthpieces, and mockingbird operatives just collapsing in on themselves. Feels like there's a lot going on with the big news world. There's a lot of infighting with independent media, like Ethan Klein, Sam Cedar, and all those guys are going at it. And you got Jimmy Dore being Jimmy Dore and the Young Turks always going after each other. But recently, it seems like that's been upticked. And then you have, you know, on and off infighting with, like, uh, a lot of other people on the right. You know, you have, like, Tim Pool, Crowder, Landau, The Blaze, Daily Wire, Mug Club. You have all these guys, and they're all feuding with each other, too. And in an even bigger, like, more national and international level, you have BuzzFeed News caving in. BuzzFeed News pretty much only was created to counter uh, Vice Media, uh, Vice's news outlet. Because originally BuzzFeed was just doing, like, the listicles and personality quizzes, and they got in the news because they wanted to try and push back against Vice News and get in that, like, young, hip demographic market share in, like, 2013 through 2018, 19. And then everything started to collapse afterwards. Uh, Mainly because they put so much... They put all their eggs into the Trump basket. And then they got Trump out of office, or they played a big role in it, and now he's gone. They, 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 these outlets tried to go after Tucker Carlson, Ron DeSantis, various other GOPs, even Joe Manchin. They went after her, they went after or after him, then they went after Cinema, and just nothing came of any of these. And then they put all their money in places like Silicon Valley Bank, and they put their crypto in uh, SBF with uh, Sam Bankman-Fried, and they just got their shit rocked six ways from Sunday, and they're just financially fucked. And... Without Trump in office, a lot of their very progressive, very so, so-called active and informed voter uh, customer base is no longer engaged and paying attention because there's not an R in office right now, so why care? You don't have to think about politics suddenly. At least that's how a lot of their audience would be thinking. And we are just talking about how BuzzFeed is going down, how NPR is having financial issues and left uh, Twitter, and how other news outlets have left Twitter all angry because they were labeled government-funded media or state-funded media or state-affiliated media. It's just the death of these major mouthpieces, and it's wonderful. And Battle of Vice Media Cutting Jobs pulls plug on Vice News tonight, April 27, 2023, updated. It was published at new, uh, at just about right before 1 p.m. at 12.57 p.m., but it was updated after that, and it's by Reuters. Vice Media Group said Thursday it will cancel the popular TV program Vice News tonight as part of a broader uh, restructuring that will result in job cuts across the digital media firm's global news businesses. Quote, in response to the current market conditions and business realities facing VMG and the broader news, Vice Media Group, and the broader news and media industry, we are moving forward on some painful but necessary reductions, primarily across the news business, 
Yeah, no, but I'm gonna have to call a cap on all that bullshit you're spitting right now. Let me tell you why. One, you have people like Mug Club, right? You have Mug Club that's growing and exploding as an industry since it's, it went independent, growing constantly on uh, places like BitChute and over on Rumble. Actually, no, it's only on Rumble now. I don't think he does anything on BitChute anymore. I think his BitChute channel doesn't exist anymore, but his Rumble channel is one of the fastest growing on Rumble. Then you have Tim Cast. Tim Cast is growing and expanding constantly. Then you look over at the Daily Wire. The Daily Wire is constantly growing, expanding to the point where now they're selling. They had they bring in millions of dollars from Razor, uh, like like selling Razor blade subscriptions and chocolate. They're talking about getting beer. Like like, like they're talking about selling alcohol now. Uh, and uh, it's these are these are the independent voices, right, Vice? These were the people that you were supposed to be. Vice News was supposed to be Vice News, and BuzzFeed were supposed to be this like anti-establishment counter-narrative like one, two, three punch combination to the state and then they just fell at the fucking knees of the DNC and that's not paying off for them just like how Fox News threw itself at the Uniparty and got rid of Tucker Carlson and now Fox is dude, over a billion oh, uh, let's see, what is it, a billion over a billion now? it seems to be just over one billion dollars so all these, uh, it's just, I, I keep saying it, but it's good. Mainstream media and the fake, not independent media. Because Vice News and BuzzFeed were supposed, they, they presented themselves as this, like, oh, we're independent. We're just like you. It was be, they went from being the, we're the rebel outlets to the, how's it going, my, my fellow leftists type. And it just didn't work. It's not working for them. And I'm also, it's again, I don't buy the whole, oh, well, with market conditions. Yes, the market is bad, but why are all these independent, smaller outlets and channels exploding right now? I'm having a bit of a growth per, growth spurt right now, and on Rumble, and on BitChute, and across di- different, uh, you know, podcast platforms. So, if I'm not having as much of an issue growing, now mind you, I've been doing this for years with no one listening, and it's only like in the last, like, year and a half, I've really started getting people to listen to what I'm saying, how am I able to grow if the markets are so bad? If the audience just isn't there and people aren't looking? Because you have to, the BuzzFeed and Vice will have tons of free shit, so no one's interacting with the free shit are free, the free stuff either, huh? They're just kind of leaving it out there. Interesting. Maybe your product is just not interesting. And how about you just say the fucking truth here? And you know, I'm alleging this is what's actually going on. No one is interested in the propaganda anymore. It's not working. The people who you propagandize are no longer engaged. They've been demoralized, and now they got the R out of the White House, and it's a D. They don't give a fuck. They'll be back in, like, six months when the election season really gets going, and you guys start pumping out propaganda if you're still... Oh, what? That's right. Your newsroom is gone now, Vice. So you won't have the ability to write articles to recover in that time span. Yikes. Let's continue, shall we? In response to current market, bah, 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 necessary reduction primarily across the news business, co-CEO Bruce Dixon and Hazefa Lockhandwalla, okay, Lockhandwalla, told employees in a memo, ooh, break up via text, you love it, break up via fax, actually, without specifying the exact number of job cuts. The restructuring caps years of financial difficulties and top executives' departures from the media company, which is exploring a sale. VMG also joined several other media and technological firms that have had fucking airbase that have had to downsize in recent months due to the challenging economy and a weak advertising market. Again, 
How, is it is it that weak? I see ads all the time for a lot of people. I'm even starting to see like I'm seeing like true social ads pop up. I'm seeing uh, coffee brand coffee ads pop up. I don't particularly respect the company, but uh, Black Rifle Coffee is coming up. UCAA is starting to come up. You know, you're you're getting all these different. I, I I don't know, Vice. Maybe it's you've locked yourself into one political side of the aisle, and if you were to advertise or allow any of these other, because there are people who are willing to pay you big money to let them advertise. But you wouldn't run a true social ad, would you? No, no, no. The the side that you're comfortable advertising with is starting to sure up its resources because it's also having financial get difficulties. Meanwhile, the right-leaning side of advertising is flourishing. The independent side of advertising is flourishing. So I, 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 I again, cap, all cap. Last week, BuzzFeed said mm, it would shutter its news division. Mm, it's good good i love that which gained renown which gained renown for its irrelevant and probing coverage but ultimately scum succumbed i almost said scumbag freudian slip succumbed to the challenges of its digital first business model let's look there's only four comments so we'll look at them four but there's only this is four comments but i only see three okay so we're three comments by ernest lemmingway oh it's a punny name. I like it. This article is biased. BuzzFeed didn't have... Ir- oh, it said irre- irreverent and probing. I I read it as irrelevant. My bad. Again, Freudian slip. I said irrelevant and scumbag accidentally. But, I mean, I stand by that, too. This article is biased. BuzzFeed didn't have <laughs> ir- irreverent and probing coverage. It put out pure propaganda that fell apart... At the last, at the least questioning. That's why it failed. They couldn't get clicks because everyone knew it was bull. The same is true of Vice and several other rags. The hill might be next, hopefully. But we're seeing, but what we're seeing is the collapse of legacy media starting with the smallest and most vulnerable. Exactly. Uh, it kind of reminds me of what I was saying years ago, uh, probably like two years ago, before Elon Musk announced he was going to buy Twitter. I was like, look. When the social media bubble starts to pop, the first one that's going to die is going to be Twitter. While Twitter is the most interacted with, it's also the smallest, least profitable, and most vulnerable of all the social media platforms. It's also not as branched off into so many other things like Facebook is, for example. So it'd be pretty easy picking for the market to eat Twitter alive. That's changed. Twitter's users are expanding and growing to the point where they're, I think they've outgrown almost every other social media app on the world right now. At least in countries where Twitter's not blocked. Al Hershen. More important, Dark Side of Wrestling is renewed for season four. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, brother. That's not the cream of the crop. The pla- this place is a CIA front. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. That being said, I'm going to wrap it up here. Oh, yeah, Jerry Springer died of cancer. Uh, maybe I'll talk about that. That might count as a cultural episode. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls. I have been your James Madison, and I will talk to you later. Peace.